Welcome back to Sports Talk with Jim and Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. We covered uh, the changes that we were going to make in the first segment. So if if you want to know what's going on, go back to the first segment. I'm not going to repeat it every segment, but I will tell you that the website you need to visit from this point forward is Sports Talk with Jim. Uh, you can still listen to us on Anchor FM, Anchor.fm, and Spotify. Um, no bad blood, just changing up of the show. With me tonight is my son Austin. What's up, everybody? Yeah, he's he's not taking Tom's uh, place. He's just there's very few people who have an open line to to call or come into the show. He's been saying that he's going to call into the show for weeks because they've been so bad. They don't know what they're talking about with sports or anything. I do so, but he hasn't been able to call in because. Well, I'm helping him pay his rent. He's going to <laughs> Stillers games and stuff. So, you know, that's the way it goes. But before we get into the NFL, Florida Gators just tied it up. Just tied it up with LSU 14-14. Fourth and one. Fourth and goal yep, on the one. You take your quarterback out. Yeah. You uh, go to a Wildcat. Yeah, Wildcat, yep. And you throw the ball. Yeah, I mean that's what I think that you have to do. But I would never have. I would have never taken. That, that, I, I don't. I don't mean go to Wildcat. I don't mean you have to go to Wildcat and do all that. I just mean I think you had to throw the ball. And I think they were trying to do a thing. I would have never done that. The play, it should have been picked off or at least dropped. The touchdown was, was luck. Yeah, the touchdown was luck. But sometimes it's good to be lucky, you know. But it was. It was sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. So, but um, I think you had to. Call a pass play. I don't think you had to take your quarterback out and go wild. Yeah, if if I'm calling a pass play, I'm not. I'm not pulling my quarterback out. No, Uh, but nonetheless, they scored. So 14-14 in the LSU Florida game that's on tonight. Um, We're going to jump into the NFL. We're going to talk about this first thing. We're going to talk about. We're going to go a little homer on you, and we're going to talk about the Steelers. Ravens game last week that honestly with everything going on I thought the Steelers looked good and I I think we're seeing what the Ravens truly are Uh, I mean I I don't now the Ravens came out the first two games of the season they beat Miami Mm -hmm. and Arizona right not good teams not good defenses at all especially right and then then they played uh they played Kansas City and they lost Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Everyone said Lamar Jackson had a decent game. Right. Uh I don't know, but then they lose to the Browns. The Browns kind of exposed them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but I think if, if I think if Rudolph stays in the game or if Juju doesn't fumble, if we could have won the game. Right. Like it, was, it, it was that like we played such a like I want to say, good game, but we did, we played a pretty good game, and then it was just little things that you know, and we're down to our. Well, and it's another juju fumble. It is, which really bothered me. Which I I saw this uh, statistic, and it was it was um. He um, fumbled against the Saints. The the reason why his fumbles are so different because the statistic was that in their first three years, and there was a, a list of guys uh, receivers that were that were like good receivers, and Tony Brown was one of them. And they okay, all had, I, I know you're a Juju supporter, so get no, to your no, point. Listen, no, listen, no, I'm not. I, I mean, I am, but like, I, so they all had less, or they had more fumbles than Juju in his first three years. But Juju's two fumbles are costly fumbles. It's different. 
It's two fumbles in the game on the line where you lose the ball. It's different than just fumbling the football. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. It is. But the play was honestly a great – like, I think when you fumble, it's 90% of the time it's your fault as an offensive guy. It was honestly a great play by the defender like that, which – Yeah, I, um, who's the defender that knocked it out? Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't – it's not – Hodges, right? No, Hodges no, is the, it's no Hodges is the quarterback for Pittsburgh, but yeah, he's he's the best defender. He's the best cornerback that, that uh, have, Baltimore's got. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he shut down, he he shut down Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marlon Humphreys, Humphreys, yeah, Humphrey. I keep calling him Humphreys. It's Humphrey, uh, but uh, yeah, he shut down OBJ. Yeah. Which we're gonna get into the Browns and, right. and all that here in a little bit. He shut them down. He's definitely their best cornerback. But I'm with the butt here. I'm when, not... when you're a whole, when you're running the ball yeah. and it's that crucial of a time, it's the same thing with the Saints. Mm-hmm. Your main objective is to protect the ball. Exactly. Yeah. You cannot mm-hmm. afford a turnover. No. And and if you if you watch the play, like I said, it was a it was a great play by the defender. It was, but if you watch the play. Juju grabbed the ball and then immediately tried to stiff arm him to get down the field. Um, that he should have grabbed the ball, tucked it, and that was it. Because that's that's you what take you what done that time. you take what's given. Exactly. To you. Yeah. Quit quit trying to be a superstar. Take what's given. Especially to in you. overtime on your side of the like, there was just so many yeah, reasons why I you mean, shouldn't have done that. Tomlin like, Tomlin's called to give Baltimore the ball. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, I'm questioning that yeah. call, knowing knowing that our defense, the Steelers' defense, is. Has played good all day, mm-hmm. and but I'm still questioning that because a touchdown in the game's over. Right. But at the same time, the the defense wasn't giving up touchdowns. It's not like Baltimore was going up and down the field. Yeah, no. So did I have an issue with it? I had a little bit of an issue with it, but not a huge issue mm-hmm. with it. And it did exactly what Tomlin wanted yeah, it to do. As soon as they stopped them, then it was sudden death, and we could have scored and won the game. With uh, a field goal, and yeah, so, you win the game. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it did work out with that. I questioned it too, but it did work out. Yeah, it worked out. It. It. I mean, Tomlin made the right call there, but Juju another costly fumble. Right. And now I'm going to ask you. Well, one, you were at that game. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> for free, for free, for free till now. For, for free. free for like a yeah. month. Yeah. For free for a month until yeah. he calls dad and says, "Hey dad, I need to borrow." Yeah. Some by, money. The, by the way, those tickets are due now. So yeah. yeah. So, um, but what about Mason Rudolph? It was a oh, scary hit. That it was. He was out before he hit the floor. Then he hit his head again when he hit the ground. Yeah, he yeah, was out was, cold. Yeah, it was. It was a scary hit, which is crazy because it was a big play downfield, so no one even knew. What happened? You know what I mean? Because when you're at the game, you don't see like like you know what I mean. So no one even knew what happened, and then you see the replay, and it was it was a nasty. It was it was a yeah. He got knocked. He out. did. It was bad. He knocked it was real out. Bad. If you watch the replay, Juju almost fainted. Like literally, I thought he was like like I thought he was uh when he was being he a little can't dramatic. hold on to the ball and he now can't, he's fainting. Yeah, <laughs> but he it was kind of sad. But like I thought he was just being dramatic. But then you watch the video. Um, I think Marquise Pouncey like pulls him away. Like he literally almost. Went down. He like lost his balance and almost fell because he was. Look, I, I like Juju, and you know what? I love to talk to him. He seems like a good kid yeah. and everything. But I kind of like my receivers a little tougher. He's tough in certain ways. Like he's because t- he I, he always has the uh, I always thought he kind of had like a Heinz Ward like SK towards him when he like he likes to hit. Like he, he's physical, but he's not very um. 
I don't know how he, like, his personality isn't very tough. You know what I mean? He's physical, you know? Is he a millennial? He's, he's definitely, yeah, he's a millennial. <laughs> there you go. That says it. But, no, with Devlin Hodges coming on. No. And Dev, Devlin Hodges coming into the, coming into the game, just like Rudolph did when Ben went out. But Hodges comes into the game, and he goes 7 for 9, 68 yards. One pick, but he got called back. One pick. Yeah, they, no count. no picks. If it's yeah. not on the stat sheet, it, it didn't happen. Yeah. So, 7 for 9, 68 yards, and he he was driving them down the field for the game-winning yeah. field goal. Mm-hmm. Now, Mason Rudolph up to the point where he got hurt. He was 13 for 20, 131 yards, one touchdown. Now Lamar Jackson, everyone that was saying, everyone was saying Lamar Jackson, and it it came out, the the Ravens came out and said hey, Lamar Jackson is going to throw the ball thirty times a game, and I said when that came out that if Lamar Jackson throws the ball thirty times a game, Baltimore is going to lose. Well, he didn't quite make thirty this time. He went nineteen for twenty eight. He had one touchdown, three picks. And was sacked five times for 22 yards. Rudolph was sacked one time for 11 yards. Devlin Hodges wasn't sacked at all. And another thing for Pittsburgh's defense, Mark Ingram, 19 carries for 44 yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 14 carries for 70 yards. Yeah. So uh, Which was I some mean, broken plays. It wasn't him running like all over the field. Really, it really right. wasn't. Um, right. But I mean, Lamar Jackson again. Like I said, my problem with Lamar Jackson is. Uh, there's a lot of times he drops back. He, he gets a snap from center and drops back, and he's not sure if he's running yeah. or throwing the ball. And the, and the, For my quarterback, my quarterback liking, and he, I mean, you listen to the show. You heard yeah. a couple couple weeks ago when I when I tackled this subject that right. it, 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 I want my quarterback thinking throw first mm. and only running when he has to. And uh, again, Jackson, a lot of his runs was only when he had to because right. he was under a lot of pressure. Yeah, there. he was. I mean, our defense. The Steelers' defense, are, they're not a joke. I mean, they seem pretty good. But one thing that he does that I don't like with Lamar Jackson is you can tell when quarterbacks run to kind of like save face and like get the ball on the field. When he runs, his head's down. You know what right. I mean? Like He's he not runs, looking downfield. He field. doesn't even look downfield. And, he and runs, he sees the opening, and he just puts his head down and goes. And if he throws the ball when he's running, it's just because somebody come into their into his vision yeah. and he's open. And that's what I mean by a running quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a quarterback like Roethlisberger – um, like uh, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Mahomes, when, when they come out of the pocket, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. they're looking downfield. They're still right. looking to throw the ball. Right. They don't. They don't put their head down and look straight ahead until they pass the goal line mm-hmm. or the line of scrimmage. I mean, and then then they're looking where they're running the ball. But their their first thought is, what's downfield? What can I get downfield? And they're looking to throw the ball. Right. So. With that being said, going into this week, and we'll get into this with our picks, but Devlin Hodges is going to be your starting quarterback this week. Um, I think I like Devlin Hodges more than I like Rudolph, if I'm going to be honest with you. But his it, pocket presence seems confident, and I think Rudolph's even with the with was it was that two starts or something? I don't like his pocket presence at all. He looks skittish and like just kind of nervous still. But is it Hodges doesn't looks like he doesn't? I don't know if he doesn't care or like he's that confident. I think he's kind of like, I got nothing to lose. Like, let's go out here. Like, do you know what I mean? But it, it, the play calling also, though. I yeah. mean, now, when when Rudolph came in for Roethlisberger against Seattle, they let Rudolph throw the ball. They did. which is... And then they pulled him back. Mm-hmm. 
is the Steelers coaching staff going to do that with Hodges this time? Because I think if they do, they're in trouble. Yeah, which is weird because like you, you what you would do when uh when your uh, second string quarterback comes in is you would pull the reins back. But the last two times this happened, they let them throw, and the starting quarterbacks had the reins pulled back, and even Ben, like they weren't really throwing. You know what I mean? Which is idiotic i think i think it's ridiculous but i i hope they don't do that i don't want them to do that you know right what I, mean? I mean especially because we're at a point in the season where like just because our division isn't that great because I still the think division we can make sucks the, you're, st- you're only two still, games yeah, we're back still right in the, now. Right, the playoff race but like we're also where like we still we need to win now so i think let them throw like we wouldn't lose let them throw like, yeah them throw at, the ball. at the best nine and seven wins this yeah division. yeah well yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think so. at the best nine and seven wins this division uh, Pittsburgh has a lot of their tough games behind them. Right. Uh, Baltimore, which I think Baltimore plays Cincinnati this week. Yeah, they do. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, a little bit later. But Baltimore still got to play New England. Mm-hmm. Cleveland still got to play New England. So there's a, there's still a tough part of their schedules ahead of them to right. where Pittsburgh's schedule after this week against the Chargers, and who knows what you get with the Chargers. Right. I mean, they've, they've been up and down. So Pittsburgh's schedule kind of eases off a little bit right. as, as of now. So, like I said, because the division, like we said, I mean, you said it yourself, because the division is so bad that 9-7 and seven probably, possibly 8-8 eight and eight wins this division. Yeah, which is sad to me because this used to be a division where you're at, like, this is, you know what I mean? Which is a little sad. I, I don't like it, honestly. I like it because now we have a better chance to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? But I don't really like that our division sucks now, you know? Yeah, it, it's so, I mean, the division's completely upside down. And part of what adds to that is what happened with the Browns, which we will get into. And you know what? We might as well get into it now. Cleveland, last week. Monday night against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was up in the air. I mean, after Cleveland beat Baltimore, everyone said, you know what, here it is. Uh, the Browns are going to make their statement. Mm-hmm. And they go into San Francisco. And Pittsburgh played San Francisco also. Right. Pittsburgh played San Francisco. That, By the way, uh, Pittsburgh might be one of the best one in four teams because we have so many close games that have been won by – Crazy things, you know what I mean? That are lost by crazy things. So, and San Francisco's not a bad team. You can't, you know what I mean? They're a good team, right? And but how how and we'll we'll get into how good we think San Francisco is going to be. But I mean, the everyone, uh, like I said at the beginning of the season, um, you know, Cleveland was is everyone's darling. Right. Cleveland wanted everyone that Cleveland's going to do this. I work in Ohio. And at the beginning of the season, all I heard was they when they won their first when they won their first preseason game, and the crowd in Cleveland went absolutely nuts. They were they were playing on the radio. This is what it's going to sound like when we win the AFC Championship. That's crazy. Well, this week on Cleveland radio, yeah, they. Changed their tune a little bit. <laughs> yeah, back to the paper bags. Yeah, yeah well, not that, not to that point, but they pulled back the reins on winning the AFC Championship. Right. Now they're just wondering what is this team? Yeah, and it, I mean, you tell me what this team is. I I um I I didn't have faith in them. I've never had since the season started the 
I've never had family well, in the Browns. You know, we, we went to my family reunion. Yeah. You know, I got a lot of Browns right. uh, fans in my family. Mm. Your, your grandfather was a Browns fan. Right. And like I said on one of our previous shows, you know what? Yeah, when my when my father was alive, I'd have loved to have seen the Browns win the Super Bowl. Right. My father passed away 20 years ago. I don't care if the Browns ever win a Super Bowl. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's just the way it is. Um, but... And you got Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, the defense, Browns defense has always been yeah, good, good defense. Good good defense. A but Mayfield, 8 of 22 for 100 yards and two interceptions. He sacked four times for 42 yards against San Francisco. That's insane. I'm not saying San Francisco is, I don't know how what San Francisco's defense is ranked. It doesn't matter if you're playing the best defense in the league. That's that's bad. That's really bad. Eight, what is it, 8 for 22? Eight for twenty-two. That's insane. And Odell Beckham Jr. I've always said he's overrated, but he's a better receiver than that. And you also got uh, what's his name, uh, Landry. Jarvis Landry. And then do that. Is there Tyson Tyson injured right now? Right. Yeah. No. He's injured. No. Joko is. He's out. He's out. He's out. Okay. Yeah. But you, st- you still have those two guys, and you can't produce a little bit more than that. That's insane. Well, uh, Mayfield. Three I'm, points they had, right? Three points. Yeah. They they lost thirty-one to three on Monday night prime time. Prime time. And. Uh, Mayfield for the season, he's 90 for 161, which is a 55.9 completion percentage. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. That's... Four touchdowns, eight interceptions. Oof. His interceptions has doubled his touchdowns, and he's got a QB rating for the year at a 33.4. Man. Man, I, I never – the see, I, I didn't really think Baker – actually, what I, what I said – I didn't say on the show, I, I said it to you, um, but what I said was that um, they would be good next year. Because I never believed in um, just so you get people together one year, you're good. You know what I mean? And and that's what I told our family at the family reunion. Yeah. All the Browns fans, they were like, oh, we're going to win it this year. I said, no, it's it, you got to learn to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're just not there. But honestly, I did expect right. a little more than what... I thought they were going to suck. I didn't think they were going to suck this bad. Like, I really didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I even thought they were going to be bad, and I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Honestly, going into the season, and now this is before, I mean, this is before your, and I mean, mind you, Baltimore's on top of the division right now, but Baltimore just beat a Pittsburgh Steeler team that's on their third string quarterback. Yeah. Um, Almost lost, by the way, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. It it took them to overtime. Uh, So, going into the season, I thought. Honestly, I thought Baltimore was going to take a step back, yeah. and I I think Baltimore has taken a step back. Just the whole rest of the division with Roethlisberger being out, um, I think the whole division is taking a huge step back. I think Pittsburgh taking the biggest step back, but they're on their third string quarterback, right. so there's a reason for that. So I thought honestly it would be Pittsburgh winning the division and. It would be a close race between Baltimore and Cleveland, mm. who was going to get second. But at no point did I think Cleveland was going to win the division, and at no point did I think whoever finished second in this division was going to make the playoffs. Right. So I didn't think Cleveland had a chance making the playoffs, despite hearing on the radio that they were going to win the AFC Championship right. yeah. when I'm in the state of Ohio. Now get this, Odell Beckham Jr. Last two games, he's had four catches on 13 targets for, for 47 yards and no touchdowns. Um, the, well, and then he had that one game. He had that one game where he had a one long reception for a touchdown, 
and it was like he was the best receiver ever again, which yeah. I thought was I'm like, what are you? you so how how, does, how how long before this implodes in Cleveland? Before he starts freaking out. Yes, and, before Odell Beckham Jr. starts becoming o- Odell Beckham Jr. The reason New York got rid of him, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. You know what? He's you turn around. He's on every commercial. Yeah. Uh, he's got all these endorsements. He's always saying something. Mm. Uh, he he had to chime back with uh, uh, with Rex Ryan, where Rex Ryan said he was overrated as hell. Mm-hmm. Which last week I agreed with Rex Ryan yeah. that I I think he's overrated as hell at this point in his career. Now he he may turn out to be a great quarterback. It, it the jury's still out on that. It takes yeah. it takes more. Then a couple seasons to determine if they're going to be a great quarterback or not. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, you you had all this hype, and you had what what most would say is probably the second best receiver in the league when Antonio Brown was playing. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown, just by numbers and everything, right. was the best receiver in the league. But Antonio Brown's not in the league, and Odell Beckham Jr.'s there. And there's discussion for him to be a number one receiver in the league, yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. I've never said that, but a lot of people have said that, yeah. Well, I I mean I like uh what's his name? Hopkins. Yeah. For uh Houston. Yeah, I, I do too. I think he's a yeah. he's a great receiver. And I've said that for a few years now, actually. Yeah, so uh, I only knew that by the way, because fantasy football is that's my <laughs> that's when I figured him out because I got him and I was like, wait, this guy's really good and that's when I started paying attention. Yeah, he he he's extremely good, but what and now, now you've got Kareem Hunt that's going to return in Week Ten. Not going to mean nothing. And well, you got Nick Chubb, ninety-four carries, four hundred and eighty-five yards, four touchdowns. He's averaging five point two yards per carry. He's fourth in the league in yards, and that's looming over his head that you got Kareem Hunt coming. What do you do with Chubb? Chubb's your Chubb's your best offensive player right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. I'd keep Chubb. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. I mean. You can give Cream Hunt a few carries here and there, but I wouldn't. I would not hate like be like, "Hey, Cream Hunt, here's." But the I whole, do that. The, but whole... the point of having two, a lot of people is what saying or what some people do, some teams do, is to take the load off Chubb. So I think you come in, and you can do that for Chubb, but I don't think that there should be a like uh, question to if Cream Hunt should play more than Chubb or anything like that. I don't think so. Yeah, well, I mean. Honestly, I and I said it last week. I I would take I would take Nick Chubb in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I would take Nick Chubb in a heartbeat to be my running back. And I definitely week ten when Kareem Hunt comes back, I w- I would not, um, I would not go away from Nick Chubb. No, I wouldn't either. I, I so. definitely wouldn't. Do it. I I don't think like he's their best uh, offensive. Uh, weapon right now. You yeah, know I mean, no one else is producing. At least they're they're doing that. Is it there? Does does do you know? Does Cleveland have a good offensive line? No, I really don't. Their offensive line's absolutely terrible. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I I really wasn't sure. I'm sitting here trying to think. Like I I can't really remember if they no, have a good. They're okay. off. Their offensive line's which, terrible. You which so. by the way is a huge deal. People don't talk about it enough. Your offensive line's bad. You're you're not good. Yeah, you know? they're not as bad as Arizona's offensive right, line, yeah. which uh, Kyler Murray got his first win, 26-23 over Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati we'll talk about here in a little bit. But uh, before we take a break, we, we said we were going to talk about San Francisco. San Francisco 
4-0. Right. <clears throat> Only two un- undefeated teams left in the NFL. Yeah. That's San Francisco and New England. Mm-hmm. Who stays undefeated longer? Um, I think it has to. I think it have to do with the schedule more than anything. Do you? I don't think New England almost lost to the Bills, who look right it was the Bills, right? Uh, yeah, but the Bills. They play the Bills good. They play good, good team. Yeah, and they yeah. play good every year. I don't know. I don't know the schedule, but I think well, that. Well, uh, uh, I'll tell you what. This week, um, I think they're similar teams, but though I think the, they're very similar in because I, I don't think so. I, I think, um, I think New England right now pretty much has the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, which is. Uh, which in Tom Brady, I mean, everyone says that you know Tom Brady don't look like Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom Brady isn't going to look like Tom Brady from 15 years ago. Yeah. Tom Brady's 42 years old. People act but like Tom, Tom Brady, Brady still wins. Yeah, and, Tom, and people act like Tom Brady had was just like this guy with the huge cannon and was all this like athletic. Like he doesn't need to be that. You know what I mean? He need like he's never really been that. He's always yeah. been a check down guy. Like he makes smart decisions. That's all you need to do. Like, right. And and Tom Brady, I mean, it, if you ask Tom Brady off the record right now, he'll tell you right now that uh his offense is bad. If you ask Tom Brady off the record, for that matter, if you ask Bill Belichick off the record, yeah. do would they want Antonio Brown to come back? Oh yeah, cuz that that's what he's they need. For it, by the way. Yeah, I know he's campaigning <laughs> for it, but this is like Two shows in a row. I haven't had to talk about Antonio Brown, and I like it that way. Um, But at the same time, Tom Brady does what he has to do to win. Mm -hmm. Now, San Francisco. San Francisco's beaten Tampa, which who knows what you get with Tampa. I mean, uh, then they've beaten Cincinnati, which is a bad team. Mm -hmm. They beat Pittsburgh with a backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. In a, in a close game. In a close game. And they've beaten Cleveland. This right. week, they play the Rams. Now, the Rams have lost two in a row. Yeah, they have. The Rams lost to Seattle last Thursday. The Rams but, beat them this week. Yeah. I changed my right there. Rams exactly. Beating, Rams have yeah, beaten when, this week. When you look at it, uh, I mean, the, the, the Rams are coming in. Mm-hmm. I think uh, – I think what they got going on in San Francisco, I I think they're on to something mm-hmm. with uh, the porno quarterback, Jimmy G. <laughs> and I, I think they're on to something. But at the same time in that division, you've got the Los Angeles Rams, which they're not as dominant as they were no. last year. I thought not, they would be. But, well, I said that it was going to depend on Gurley, and Gurley still he's not going to be the same because he has what is it, arthritis, right? Yeah. He, you don't, you don't yeah. get better from that. Right, and they're not running girly the way they were. Um, so, and and like you said, there's there's nothing you can do about that. So they're just trying load management, and who knows? I mean, the, the Rams. I still think they're good enough to make the playoffs, and maybe they're saving girly and they For unleash the him in the playoffs. What happened last year is they played him all year too much. They got the playoffs, and then play. he broke down in the playoffs. Yeah. But also in that division, you got the Arizona Cardinals, which we all know is a bad team. Mm-hmm. The only reason they got their first win is they were playing Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll talk about Cincinnati and Miami in the same sentence here yeah. shortly. But then they got the Seattle Seahawks in that division. Yeah. So at this point, even though San Francisco is 4-0, I think San Francisco is your third best team yeah. in their own division. I, I think so too. I agree. And I, I think – I think you play two games against the Rams and you play two games against the Seahawks. That's a probably three losses minimum mm-hmm. for San Francisco, I would say. Yeah, I agree. So 
Going into that, uh, I just I I think San Francisco. While they've looked impressive so far this year, I think they're probably your third best team in that division. And probably don't make the playoffs. Mm. So you ain't got nothing to add to that. No, I agree with you. I, when you first asked me, I was sitting there. I was trying to think who was in the division. Stuff, you know what I mean, all that kind of stuff. But you, when you when you say who's in their division, you just there's no way you can. Be That's like, okay. Hey. I, I've been doing this a little bit longer than you, yeah. so I've realized that you don't think. You just talk, you just and, then, talk. Then, then, and then you're like, oh yeah. wait, yeah. Okay, then you, gotcha. then you listen back. Now you you don't talk to the point where I got to bring it up again. Is Chris Russo, a nationally radio show, said the Yankees one in five. Now, when you're about to say something that, something that stupid's going to come out of your mouth, then you got to stop think, and think. Yeah, Other okay. than that, you just talk and right. keep the show going. But, yeah, when it comes to stupid things like you're facing the best pitching staff in, in baseball and you're going to beat two of their starters, tw- one of their starters twice and all of them at least once and you're going to win in five just because you're a homer, that's like me saying that, Devlin Hodges is going to be the MVP this year. At some point, you do stop and think, but for the most point, you just talk. With that, with that being said, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more NFL, get into some of the other teams that are on the downturn, some teams that are just down. Yeah. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with Jim. Along with me tonight is my son, Austin. Uh, Tom wasn't available again tonight, so... Like I said, we're we're making some changes. Uh, at the same time, thoughts and prayers going out to Tom. Like I told you on the phone, brother, you need anything, you, you got my number, let me know. Uh, just take care of your issues and look forward to you calling in. Uh, right now, tonight, Austin decided to drop in after he's promised to drop in or, drop in or call in several times. I'm here now. All yeah, right. All right. he's here now because he, he probably needs gas money to go home. That's, That's probably I wouldn't even here. be doing the show if I didn't need something. So, <laughs> so but talking a little bit of football, and one of the, one of the things you asked me if uh, the, the, during the break was what I thought of Devlin Hodges right, with the Steelers because yeah. I never saw anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what I think is exactly why I asked you what you thought that they were going to do with the play calling. I think if you let him go out there, let him go out there and play football and see what you get. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, That's how I, feel. I, I think, I think when you handcuff these quarterbacks and all that, you're doing them more of a disservice. Now, granted, you don't want them to lose the game for you, but you got to give them an opportunity to win the game. Right. Now, yeah. do you know how Devlin Hodges nickname? It's duck something, but it's the something with the duck, right? Yeah, he like won. He, he won a championship. Yeah, he he won the junior world duck calling championship yeah. when he was young, and at Samford they called him Duck. And when he got to Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin put his own spin on it and yeah, started Tomlin calling him it. started calling him Duck Dynasty. But oh, I guess okay, I guess okay. his his whole family is into. Duck hunting, a big, big deal as far as duck hunting. And, like, I read an article where his mother was, like, her, her husband, his father, him, and his younger brother would start, you know, practicing their duck calls at the same time. And she had to throw them all down in the basement in the house because it was so loud. So, but, no, That's I mean. pretty cool, though. Yeah, I, and I, honestly, I think he looks good. 
I just don't I, I don't want him to tie his hands. Yeah, I like his confidence. Uh, I do. Let, yeah, let him go out there and play football. I think I think what they've tried to do with uh Rudolph has actually hurt Rudolph mm-hmm. and I don't want to see him to do that to him. I yeah. mean, you can't tell Ru- Rudolph's a bad good quarterback right now. Right, and Rudolph used to, in college. Rudolph threw the ball down the field constantly, mm-hmm. and he he's not getting that opportunity here. And yeah. I I just don't want to see that now. It, some people say it's because the receivers aren't aren't getting the separation and all that. But you know what? At some point in time, just throw the ball up there, yeah. see what happens, see see what works. I mean, yeah. you're you're hurting your entire offense if you're not trying to open up the field. Right. So give it a shot. I mean, people and, take shots downfield just to open up the offense. You're not even doing right. that most of the time. And uh, honestly, if we lose a game because we're trying to go downfield or we're yeah. trying to open up the offense like that, I would rather lose a game and and say, you know what, we did everything we could, than to see. It be just because we're not doing enough to win the game, so but yeah, that's my my thoughts on Devlin Hodges. But one thing, uh, diving back into the NFL now, I, it, to me, I mean, it's kind of been a crazy season. Um, the like we talked about the Chargers losing two in a row. Uh, Seattle looks Seattle looks tough at times. Mm. But Seattle had a tough time with Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Seattle had a tough time with Pittsburgh. So they don't look like a dominant team. Yeah. Now, one team, and I picked this team to go to the Super Bowl, the Saints. Oh, this is, that's, like, I am shocked. Like, blown, blown away by what they're... And, like, Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad... Like, he was a starter before he broke his jaw the one time. You know what I mean? Like, he's been through injuries and stuff like that. Like, he's he's capable, but I didn't think they would... Do what they're doing with them. Like what? Who did they play? I mean, I right. know they're a good team, but he had a. Was it Tampa? Well, they, that where he had like a career game. Yeah, like, it, what? yeah. They just they just played. Um, they just played Tampa. One thirty-one twenty-four. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater threw for three hundred and fourteen yards. But Teddy Bridgewater come in, and I picked St. Louis to lose against Seattle. Mm-hmm. They beat Seattle, right. or not St. Louis, I, I, uh, New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans I to lose against Seattle. They lost, or they beat Seattle. Mm. Then with Dallas, and we're going to get into Dallas because that's another team that, and you yeah. know what, when I look back on it, it might be my fault, but we'll cover that when we're talking about Dallas. But then they go into Dallas, or Dallas comes into New Orleans, and they they beat Dallas twelve to ten, and then you got Tampa Bay come in, and Tampa Bay they beat Tampa Bay thirty one twenty four, which part of me says that game's too close, yeah, but another part of me says maybe it's not because look what Tampa did against the Rams. I mean it's it's weird because but like I was gonna say the same thing about Dallas or like a few teams. The one thing on the, the NFL is this year that I thought it was going to be is crazy, like unpredictable. You know what I mean? You have your like, definitives like New England and stuff like that, but like it's there's a few teams out there that you still don't know like who they are. And like Dallas, well, I think, is kind of one of them. But then like Tampa, we know they're not a good team. You know what I mean? But Right. But, I mean, Bruce Arians is definitely doing something with Jameis oh, Winston but, down yeah. there. So be wizard, though. So. Yeah. But it, at the same time, what – when Drew Brees went down, I I didn't expect I I didn't expect it as big of a fall as I did with 
Pittsburgh when right. Roethlisberger mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. But I didn't expect Teddy Bridgewater to come in and rack off three in a row. No, I didn't either. I really didn't either. But I, I also didn't think it was going to be as big of a deal just because, like, you can have a lot of the offense go through Kamara and stuff like that. But, but Right. They've, but, they've, they've, at this point, they, New Orleans has got more talent on offense mm-hmm. than Pittsburgh does. I mean, oh, yeah. a, a couple of years ago, you might not have been able to say that. But at this point, with Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, they've got more talent on the offensive side of the ball than Pittsburgh does, but still, I didn't expect them to be at Seattle. No, and I didn't. And never in a million years did I expect Teddy Bridgewater to throw for three hundred fourteen yards. No, no, so. which is awesome. I saw an interview with him or a, uh, something with him, and just I don't, I don't. I've never really paid that much attention to Teddy Bridgewater, but like humble. Like, more humble yeah. than I really well, thought. Well, Teddy like, Bridgewater passed up the Miami starting job, t- yeah. took less money to mm-hmm. stay with the Saints. Yeah, which is and which you don't see a lot. That's being loyal. You don't see that a lot. In the the, you don't see all. that in any sports anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, But Teddy Bridgewater is about to get paid, mm-hmm. whether it be from the Saints right. or somebody looking for a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. What he showed here. Teddy Bridgewater will be up for a starting quarterback job again. Yeah. And but he, might, he might turn it down. You know, you well, know. he turned it down with the Dolphins. The right, I mean, the right situation, I think he's got to take yeah. it. But, uh, I mean, right Teddy Bridgewater, I got to tell you, the Teddy Bridgewater version one, I wasn't a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater version two yeah. that we're in now, mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, I really like him. Yeah, I really do. As and like I said, like as as just a, um, I don't want to say person, but like as like that, and also as a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and which which I think is awesome. Cause I watched, I I got to watch the um, the Dallas game, the Dallas and the Saints play. So I watched that, which is ugly. We didn't even see. For I, I didn't get to watch that game because, yeah. and I wanted to watch that game. And I, I, I think it was last week that I covered it, or the week before. But I wanted to watch that game, but I couldn't because I had to leave and go to work at mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning. Right. So I couldn't watch it. But, but I think it's just how you like even during a game like that, how he like presents himself. I think is a big deal. You know what I mean? When you have those rough games like that, like you. You um, I mean, starting quarterbacks are supposed to be composed no matter what, and but he's not a starting quarterback, and he still was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it was that it was, I just saw the score twelve ten. Like you know what I mean? That's and he still was just like composed and still like a right. Just starting quarterback like like but, kind I mean, of vibe it, I guess to him. Was, at the same time, we can't really put Teddy Bridgewater in the same in the same boat as a Mason Rudolph mm-mm. or somebody like that because. Teddy Bridgewater was a starting quarterback. Right, he was. He he had so, he's had that experience. Yeah, so he doesn't really fall in that category, but somebody that does, and they're sitting at three and two in the same division. We'll keep it in the NFC South because we've been kind of bouncing around. I yeah. mean, we kind of went on AFC North, then we mm-hmm. went to the. Well, I guess I guess we've been doing good because then we went to yeah, NFC actually, West. Yeah, actually, we did. Yeah, yeah we so, didn't try to. That wasn't yeah, the thing we tried yeah. to do. That just kind of come together. But this time, we're making a definite effort to stay in the NFC South. Now, we talked about uh, Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston. Uh, I don't think either one of us think they're going to be a good team. 
Um, you, you see flashes of improvement with Winston, but I still think after this year, Winston, Tampa Bay is looking to get rid of Winston instead of paying him that big money. But what do we got going on in Carolina? They're three and two. Kyle Allen, undrafted. Yeah. yeah. Undrafted. I mean, what do you got going on in Carolina? Is Christian McCaffrey is what you got going on? In you got Christian McCaffrey, but yeah. you 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 had Cam Newton, and yeah. Carolina wasn't doing this. Mm-mm. I mean, it might be it kind of might be a product of like you know how you get a quarterback in there, and it's not like I'm sold on Kyle Allen. Like I'm really not. But why not? I'm well because I know how much of the offense goes through Christian McCaffrey, and it's a lot of the offense. Right, but a lot of the offense was going through Christian McCaffrey with Cam Newton. The only difference was 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 did Cam Newton not want? I mean, every everybody's got that guy. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's got that guy. We've watched Roethlisberger. Um, we, you know, he had A. B. Mm-hmm. before A. B. had Heinz Ward. Right. So everybody's homes, yeah, yeah. It, it, everybody's got that guy. I mean, uh, Tom Brady right now. If you ask Tom Brady if he wanted Julius Ed- Edelman yeah. or uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who do you think he would take? Who do I think? I think you Odell. I think he would no. take Odell. You I, think he, so? he he would keep he's Edelman. His guy, you think? Yeah, because that's his Cause he guy. Knows, okay. That uh, and that's his guy. Every, everybody has that guy. Who they have trust in. Like, who they just... Right. Okay, I know what you're saying now. Because you're saying, like... Because I remember plays um, Roethlisberger and Ward. Roethlisberger would scramble, and he knew Ward would be that. He did the same thing with Tony Brown, actually. Right. They had that chemistry. So, right. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, you think that um, that Cam think, Newton just didn't mesh with McCaffrey? No, I, I don't think... Because McCaffrey's a running back, I, I, I think... I I don't think that McCaffrey and Cam Newton. I can't say they didn't mesh, but I don't think they had the connection that Kyle Allen and McCaffrey does. Yeah. Um. Now, I mean Cam Newton. He was a star. McCaffrey comes in. Well, Cam Newton's been throwing the ball and all that. Now McCaffrey's taking over. Kyle Allen comes in. He's looking for some help. Yeah. I and mean, he don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I mean the first guy to step up. That's so you, you think- know what. For Kyle Allen, the first guy to step up, you know what? You're my guy, <laughs> you know? And I, I, think, I think there's just a better – I think it just gels better with McCaffrey and Kyle Allen the way they play than it does Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. But do you, but, but you, so you think that um, Cam Newton, maybe he wanted to do it like all by himself, you think? You think no, that's what uh, no that? I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm just saying the, the way – the 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 style they play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cam Newton's a star. Cam Newton was right. a star before Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. came in. Yeah. Um. Now Christian McCaffrey's a star of that team, and Cam Newton knows what got him there, and he's he's used to his way of doing it. Right. Him running the ball. Okay. Him him throwing the ball, mm-hmm. and now you got McCaffrey coming in here, and the, the way the Carolina Panthers offense works best is if it runs through McCaffrey. Cam Newton is not used to that. I, I'm not saying okay. that. You're not saying it's attitude thing. You're saying it's just like okay, right. I got you. I know what you mean. I, I'm okay. not. I'm not saying it's an attitude thing. I don't think that at all. Yeah. What I'm saying is, 
that Cam Newton's not used to that. So he's got to conform to that. And it takes him a little longer because he's a veteran. He's been mm. doing it. And you have Kyle Allen come kind in. Kind of like that, teaching an old dog new tricks type of thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Gotcha. And then you got Kyle Allen coming in, and he's not an old dog. He's a puppy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so, you know what? You got an older dog sitting there on the ground, and you got this squeeze toy, right? Mm-hmm. This old squeeze toy. You got the older dog in one corner. He's in his little sleeping place place and then you got the puppy over here in this corner you throw that squeeze toy down that squeeze toy is christian mccaffrey yeah and who do you think is going to get that squeeze toy first the puppy the puppy's going to get there kyle island's going to get that that squeeze toy first and and so yeah i i think it just meshes better with kyle island and you know what, Carolina's, they won three in a row. Yeah. I mean, they beat Arizona. I was just which... looking into their team more, actually, because I don't, I don't, I don't watch like I don't have cable. You know what I mean? It's like I watch as much. <laughs> there as I we can. go back to the cable. <laughs> I, just, I, I think I'm gonna keep saying a... so. Hopefully, you know that I need cable. Yeah, I think saying. this is a void for me to get you cable, but <laughs> but um, but I, I was looking into their team more, and that's what I was looking at because I don't like like I said, I didn't know much about Carolina, and I was just seeing um how much uh. The offense ran through Christian McCaffrey. I don't really know about Kyle Allen till literally maybe an hour before we started doing this. Doing the Kyle show. Allen's undefeated in the NFL. Yeah, that's crazy. That that's crazy. But that is a good that is a good way to think about it though, because I I didn't really think about it like that at all. So that is a good way. I mean, you if you don't, I mean, he doesn't mind or he does not used to doing it a certain way. So he's leaning on whatever they is working. Whatever's, whatever's right. Yeah. To them. He. I mean, this is new to him. He. Yeah. He. You know, like I said. You throw the squeeze toy down there, the puppy's going to get it. Yep. Every time. Yeah. Every time. The puppy's going to get it. Now. Where did you come up with that? That was, that was good. I don't know. But it, it, anyhow, now we're going to go to, uh, we're going to jump to the NFC East. Okay. Okay. We're going to jump to the NFC East. And one one thing we're going to talk about Thursday, we're not going to talk about it much because it wasn't much. Mm. Uh, but you got Danny Dimes, uh, yeah. Daniel Jones, yeah. New York, uh, against New England defense. There for a couple quarters, he looked was, like yeah. he, he, he might be okay. But, I mean, he came back down to reality against that New England defense. Mm. And New York's bad. Yeah, I mean, they're bad. They're they're not the bottom of the barrel. We're mm-hmm. gonna get to the bottom of the barrel, but they're not a good team. And New England proved they're not a good team. But New England's proved a lot of teams aren't good. So it is what it is with that. But the team I want to talk about in the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Dallas Cowboys came out. They the first three games they didn't score less than thirty points. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, he he didn't sign the contract that was offered to him. He bet on himself to come out and increase his worth. And for the first three games, yeah. he looked like he did. I mean, it, Dak Prescott wants to set the next mark. Right. And let's face it, as far as contracts go, it, as far as quarterbacks go, it's not it's not who's getting paid. It's who's up next, mm-hmm. okay? And Dak Prescott's up next. Now, when Patrick Mahomes comes up, Patrick Mahomes, mark my words, he'll be the first $40 million a year quarterback. Yeah. Okay? Uh, Russell Wilson, he set the bar at $35 million. Uh, like the Steelers, they come in. They gave Ben $35 million. 
a little bit less or whatever, yeah. but shorter term contract. But okay. the bar was set, and Pittsburgh told Roethlisberger, "You know what? That's we think you're that good." But the next guy up is Dak Prescott, and he wants to set the bar. He was already offered a contract. He didn't sign that contract, said, you know what, I'll bet on myself. And there for three weeks, it looked like, you know what, Jerry, you're going to have to pay this guy. Yeah. Um, These last two weeks, it hasn't looked that way. Yeah, but you see, the, I was looking at the, the, the stats here, though. Um, I mean, if if you don't have, I think it's been like that since Zeke got there. Like, if you don't run the ball, like, you put it, when you put it all on Dak Prescott, which you see here, he's, but, he's not... Zeke's there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, Zeke's it, Zeke's. It's not like he's not there. I mean, he he's playing football. Well, I'm they they signed Zeke. Yeah, so it, I think when you put it all on Dak Prescott, I don't think he's that top tier. You think he's that top tier of a quarterback? Well, or the next tier, I guess. Well, it's not the next tier. He, yeah. it, it's it's the top tier. I mean, there there's not a tier above Brady, Mahomes. I mean, yeah. it, it, it that's that's where it is. That's the top of the line right there. But with with Prescott, I mean, and you look at the last two games. I mean, Elliott, he he ran for sixty two yards against Green Bay and mm-hmm. only thirty five yards against New Orleans. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But, you put it all on him, and you can't. I I think the best that Prescott has been is efficient, and that's it. Like that's where you could. That's I think he's been efficient. That's it. Like even his first year, he's like I don't think he's this great quarter. Like I don't think Dak but, Prescott's a. Like I said, the first three weeks, I mean, the whole hype and everything. Everyone looked at how how great Prescott was playing the first three weeks, and I did too. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when I was talking to my quarterbacks and everything, I did too. I thought you know what, the way Dak Prescott is playing, he he's right up there. Yeah. I mean, with with Roethlisberger and Breeze out. Dak Prescott might fall into that top five category. The last two weeks have made me stop and take a look. Mm-hmm. And when I stop and take a look, I look at the first three weeks, and Dak Prescott played the New York Giants. Who? What did we say about the Giants? We said they were a bad football team. Yeah. He's played the Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. Between the Washington Redskins... The Cincinnati Bengals and the Miami Dolphins. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to be the worst team, right. or who is the worst team? I know who's trying to be, but they may not be. Yeah. And then he's played the Dolphins. Yeah. So his first three games that he bet on himself. His first three games that maybe, maybe that's why everyone... he bet on himself. Maybe he was like, "Look at the schedule. Wait, I can do this." He, he was hoping he was going to get yeah. that, that that thirty-eight million dollar a yeah. year before then. Before then, that's probably what was going on. But I've never actually, I've I've honestly never thought of Dak like that though. I don't know. I just don't. I never. I never thought that. I really haven't. And like I said, I think well, the best he's been is efficient, and that was. I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't either up until. I I started listening to the hype. I started listening to the hype and listening to it, listening to it, listening to it. And I bought into it. And I didn't take the time to look at who he played. Right. Now, when they played New Orleans and they lost 12 to 10, I didn't stop and say, you know what? Maybe. Mm. You know? I, I just said, you know what? New Orleans is my Super Bowl pick. 
So I, I didn't bother looking into it. They have one of the best corner, cornerbacks in the league, too, in Ottawa. So. But what happened is the game against Green Bay, and Green Bay is no slouch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Green Bay is a really good team. Right. Green Bay is no slouch, but what happened is I was able to watch the Green Bay game. Yeah, so you got to see it. And I got to saying. see it. And I said, hang on. This yeah. is the guy that I just put in the top five quarterbacks playing right now, mm-hmm. and this is what he looks like? What am I doing? So then I started to research it. Once again, like I told you earlier, you talk before you think, right. unless it's something <laughs> yeah. incredibly yeah. stupid. Uh-huh. And I don't think this was incredibly stupid, but it was stupid because when I look back, he's beat the Giants, he's beat the Redskins, and he's beat the Dolphins. Right. So Dak Prescott... Above. Over $35 million dollars a year? No, I don't, I don't, I, think, I don't so. think so either. I really don't think so either. I, don't think, I also really don't think he's a bum either. But you know what I mean? Like he's, not a, he's not that quarterback. He's that, not Russell Wilson. No, he's not. No. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Mm-mm. He's not Patrick Mahomes, which, no. like I said, mark, mark my words, Patrick Mahomes will be the, the, highest. the, the first $40 million a year quarterback. I said that. I would say I said I that tonight, any, but yeah. I said it a couple weeks ago. I don't think anybody could even argue with you on that, yeah. honestly. Now, the Eagles are on 3-2 and two on that division with Carson Wentz. I don't like the Eagles. I don't like Wentz. But they look like the best team in that division. I've been Wentz for a little bit there. I might have done a whole Dak Prescott with him. I don't know. Uh, the NFC North, um, Green Bay's 4-1 and one on that. We're not going to touch on every team, but... It just kind of our surprises. That that's a tough division, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest surprise there is how well the Detroit Lions is playing. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't expect um, uh, Detroit or Green Bay to even be that good. Both of them, I didn't expect them to be that good. Honestly, well, Detroit obviously, but Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay, you can never count out with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and I don't think you can count them out. Um, Look at that division though: four and one, two and one, three two, three and two. Wow. Yeah, two one and one. You yeah. got to throw that tie oh, in yeah, there. Yeah, the tie so, but and then with that, with Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, all the complaining that yeah, he's yeah. not throwing the ball. I mean, this past week, he threw the ball. I mean, he 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 got the ball out. I mean, and to Adam Thielen, he he showed he can throw the ball. Which I, I'm not sure about this. Are you pulling it up? With Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins hasn't been throwing the ball, period. Uh, all his receivers have been complaining. Diggs. Adam, you know a lot about, uh, about Diggs and everything. Yeah, Adam Thielen, Diggs. It's, it's been Adam Thielen and uh, Kirk Cousins going at it, and then Diggs is kind of like being like, I don't know if you want to say instigated, but like on the side still kind of being annoyed. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, this game kind of showed who mattered because – Adam Thielen and Diggs both complaining about Kirk Cousins not throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, Adam Thielen, seven receptions, 130 yards, and Diggs, three catches for 44. Well, not only that, Diggs also is behind their running back. You know what right. I mean? So you really see well, who is. It, yeah, but at the same time, Delvin Cook, he, he he's – he could be the most explosive player in football this year. Yeah. So, but Kirk Cousins, he, 300 yards, 22 of 27 passing. 
I think he showed he could still throw the ball. I've always thought I've always liked Kirk Cousins though. You know what I mean? Like I I always thought that he was a pretty good quarterback. Well, it's so. it's been rumored that Kirk Cousins always worried about his stats. It's been rumored that Kirk Cousins is uh, was a product of the system in Washington, mm-hmm. and then with everything that's been going on with Minnesota this year, aren't they still a three and two team? Right? Yeah, what is like you you hear all this drama. Yeah, that's in, that's crazy. But uh, again, where's the drama coming from? Yeah, I I think uh, wide receiver is the most prima donna really position is. in in football. Mm-hmm. So and it's just becoming more and more blatant. I feel like yeah. So it, it it's just it's just really bad. And, and of course, all all receivers are gonna complain. They want the ball, or all all receivers are gonna say they want the ball, and that's understandable. But to call your quarterback out and say he's not throwing the ball, there's a game plan. Mm-hmm. And when you got Cook as your running back and your coaching staff sees that, you got the best running back in the league this yeah. year. And that's hard for me to say with Ezekiel Elliott because yeah. I, I like it, Elliott. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when you have that and, and you're going for that, now all this came out after the loss against the Bears. That was a tough game against the Bears. Minnesota didn't look that good. But Kirk Cousins come out this past week and showed I can yeah. throw the football. Mm-hmm. So well, maybe that's what will happen for the rest of the the season. That's it's early. Like you know what I mean. You're also complaining this early, but like I said, a three and two. Like come on, that's really you're really like nitpicking at this point. Like relax, you know. Right. So I think we've covered all the NFC. Uh, we'll go to the AFC West and Kansas City. What about Oakland? Yeah, Oakland three and two. Yeah, Oakland three and two, winning over in London. Yeah, I mean, I the the Chargers two and three, which the Chargers they've been missing uh, Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, but he came Just back last back. week. Yeah. yeah, came back last week, didn't help him. Yeah, uh, so you know, I I mean, but the Oakland Raiders. They're definitely a surprise mm-hmm, definitely. of that. Yeah. Now, what's not a surprise is the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, you got Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he's on track for another MVP season. But what did surprise everybody is uh, what happened to Patrick Mahomes this past weekend. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Did Did you watch the game? I wasn't able to oh, watch. The game. I didn't watch the game either. Yeah, that that was insane. But if if you go back to my show, and uh, where I was talking about the black quarterbacks in the league, mm. and you go back to that, and uh, who did I say I was impressed with? I said I was impressed with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, because remember you said the um, the yeah the picture yeah yeah the yeah. picture when Andrew Luck retired and I yeah. pulled it up online because we broke that live on the air and when I brought it up online they had Andrew Luck standing there and they had some short white guy with blonde hair yeah. standing there and so I I didn't know who Jacoby Brissett was yeah. so I assumed that was Jacoby Brissett and. I, like I said that night, he's not ready for the NFL. Right. So then, because of the show, the Colts happened to be on, and I said, you know what, I'm going to watch a little bit of this game, 
and see how this Brissette kid looks. Mm-hmm. So they're driving down the field, and I'm like, oh, he looks pretty good. And then I see a picture of the quarterback, and he's black. Yeah. And I said, well, what the hell? They, what already happened to Brissette? And then uh, they show the stats, and I realize That's the guy in the picture wasn't Jacoby yeah. Brissette. <laughs> so, um, but I, I like the Colts. I like what they're doing. Uh, they're in the still AFC. Still too, though, because everyone thought Andrew Luck, that's done. Like, they're done. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's still shocking. Like that's... It, It's shocking, but the Colts did what they needed to do. They they built an offensive line. They built an offensive line to protect Andrew Luck. Right, but took it, too long. It, it, yeah, it took way too long. Yeah. But they, they finally got the picture, and Jacoby Brissett is reaping the benefits mm-hmm. of that. And he looks like a good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I am. I like I said, I'm impressed with him. Now, he he's got Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans. I mean, we'll see how that see how that goes. I think um, Houston's still a little bit better of a team than the Colts. I but think. also in that division, you got Gardner Minshew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that that's that whole Minshew madness or Minshew, Minshew mania. mania. Yeah, Minshew mania. Yeah. In Jacksonville, yeah, Uncle Rico from um, oh, what is that movie? Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. And what ha- what happens with Jalen Ramsey? They said no. They said they're not trading him. They right. were like, no, no, we're not. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, no, which we're... I've been waiting for a team to do that because I feel like they don't. You know what I mean? And I don't know why. Because like if they if I mean I know they had a blow up. Because I don't I don't know who they had a blow up with. They had a blow up. Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. And then but then that but then there was other. Coaches and there was other people that he was front still, office people. That, was, that he was still close with, I guess. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was just this weird thing now there. Like that's so weird. Like it has to be uncomfortable. Ramsey, of course, he, he called in sick on Monday, which mm-hmm. who knew? I mean, Jalen Ramsey figured out what the rest of the world knew. Yeah. You can call in sick to work and still get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so he he called in. He called in on a Monday. Uh, Tuesday he came back and he missed for his back, and then Wednesday he left because his child was being born. Mm-hmm. Then he didn't play for two weeks in a row because of his back. Yeah. Uh, according to Jacksonville, they expect him to play this year, and I agree with you. You know what? The, the, it's not that the team, which, I mean, Pittsburgh did it too with Le'Veon yeah. Bell. I mean, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell sat out a year. Yep. Um, Le'Veon Bell to this day swears that he got the better end of the deal. He's making less money and he's on a poor team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how he got the better end of the I deal, but you'll, <laughs> you'll never tell him any different. Yeah. But with his guaranteed money, if he would have took the contract, if he would have played last year with the franchise tag and took the contract that Pittsburgh offered him, he would have made more guaranteed money than he'll make throughout this contract this year with the Jets or the, through his contract with the Jets, guaranteed money. So he still says he won out on that deal. I don't, I don't see how he did. But you know what? It's I don't have the time, and I'm way too old to try to explain that to Le'Veon Bell that he lost money there. <laughs> but at the same time with Jalen Ramsey and the Jaguars, I agree with you. The owner stood up. He said, you know what? I'm not trading you. Yeah. And Jalen Ramsey doesn't have a card to hold. Mm-mm. I mean, he it's Antonio Brown's situation with the Steelers, he wore out his welcome. They got rid of him. Mm. He forced his way out of Oakland. Yeah, I mean, you see these players using their leverage, yeah. and you see these teams not using their leverage. Yeah. 
in Jacksonville, Jacksonville used yeah, the leverage. I was, gonna, I was like, that's what I was saying. I, I was waiting for a team to do that, and they did. They were like, we're, we don't have to trade you. You know what right. I mean? We really don't have to. Like either you don't pay, like because you do lose money not right. playing. You know what I mean? Like you still yeah. get paid. And don't get me wrong, you get paid a lot in the NFL. But you still get paid, but you don't get as much. You're still losing money sitting there. You don't get also, paid if you don't play. Uh, you do not get your game check if you don't pay play, yeah. and you get fined for every practice. Le'Veon miss, yeah. Le'Veon Bell didn't make any money when he sat out without signing his franchise tag. So, but since Jalen Ramsey, but he'll make money from his guaranteed from that, right? And that's it. But like, no. Well, I don't, the, no, I don't know they, how. they can petition that he's in oh, breach yeah, of his contract. Sign, but it's still like a legal thing that you. Right. Okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah I got so. You. But also, one thing that's a that's hard when you're a cornerback, because like Antonio Brown was a wide receiver, Laban Bell was a running back. Cornerbacks, there's a best new cornerback every single year. Right, literally changes every year. You yeah, know what I mean? and, and it goes back to running back that their 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 time in the league isn't as long yeah. as other position players. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I mean, Jalen Ramsey showed up in training camp in a Brinks, Brinks truck. Yeah, and the worst. Uh, announcer or spokesman you could ever have in, in your life. And, uh, I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey wants his money. Mm-hmm. But, I, uh, you know what? The owner in Jacksonville says, we'll pay Ramsey, but we're not trading Ramsey. Right. And they did so. say that for a first-rounder, but I think they said that knowing they probably weren't going to get a first-rounder. They wanted two first-rounders. Yeah, two first-rounders. But they yeah. probably they knew. That was like one of those things where like you, you just say something and like, Maybe it'll come, but you know it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? That wasn't an actual, hey, we're, we're actually trying to trade. Right. They weren't trying to. They were going to see if someone would actually give up two first rounds. Right. And Everyone knew they wouldn't. And I, I think Jacksonville can tie with the franchise tag and everything. I think they can tie Ramsey up to 2023. Hmm. So, yeah, Jalen Ramsey needs to figure out. Well, one thing what I saw Deion Sanders say is um, he was talking about defensive backs and in the league, and he, was, he made this point where none of the great defensive backs have ever gotten paid where they uh, started. You know what I mean? They've never their teams never actually come out and paid them ever, which I thought was was kind of crazy to hear. But well, I mean, you know what? Deion Sanders is also the one that said Ben Roethlisberger would retire this year, yeah. and halfway through the year, well, he'll probably go ahead and play this year because he's not playing. <laughs> so you know, I mean, but. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, I like the stance Jacksonville's taking with him. I do, him. too. I, I like so. it, too. And I'm actually, like, I like players. Like, I feel like I stick up for players more than I do. Like, but I, I, I think that, I think there has to be a balance. And I think it's going, getting a little bit out of hand. Like, you know what I mean? It's still, like, it's your it, team. It, you know? It's it, a team sport. Like, Well, it's been publicized. It's getting more and more like the NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've heard that a, yeah. a bunch, actually. So, and somebody does need to step up and stop it. We got to take a break now. We 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 got the AFC East to cover, and then we'll go into this week's games. I uh, want to thank you for listening to Sports Talk with Jim. Visit our website www.sportstalkwithjim. Also, make sure you uh, listen to us on Anchor.fm or Spotify. Either one should be available sometime tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe and like the program. We'll be right back. We'll talk a little bit of AFC East, and we'll go into this week's games. Hey, everybody. Just want to remind you, we've made some changes to the show. We'll no longer be known as Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. We'll be known from this point forward as Sports Talk with Jim. With that being said, there'll be changes on how you can listen to us. 
First, you'll only be able to get us on Anchor.fm or Spotify Podcast. Soon we'll be available on any of the other five platforms that you've been listening to us on. Also, our website's changed to www.sportstalkwithjim. Facebook page is Sports Talk with Jim. Also, the Twitter page will be only Sports Talk with Jim. want to remind you, the same programming you've heard, you're still going to hear. Tom's not... Uh, Tom's name's not on the show now, but he'll still be joining the show along with other guests. Hope you enjoy listening and want to thank you for listening and encouraging you to continue to listen. Tell a friend about the show. Visit the website. Let us know what you think about the show. Look forward to hearing from you. Once again, Tom, he will be calling in the show from time to time. Look forward to hearing from him, and he appreciates all your love and support. With that being said, Thanks for listening. You know what, everybody? It's getting that time of the year again. Summer's coming to an end. Winter's right around the corner. And if you're like me, that means it's time to clean out the garage, make room in the garage to get the car in there. Or maybe you just, you know what? You've had all summer. You've got that patio furniture. You've got got your use out of it, and it's time to get rid of it instead of storing it away for, for the winter. Or maybe, you know what, you had to pick up a new living room set. Well, you got to get rid of the old one. you got to get rid of this stuff. If you're like me, you work a lot, don't want to take the time off on your only days off to load this stuff up, haul it away, and get rid of it. You just don't want to deal with that stuff on your day off. Well, you know what, if you're in the North Georgia area, I know some guys will want to do that for you. They'll take care of it for you. Family-owned, family-operated company. Um, they'll come get your stuff, haul it off for you, quick, clean, and friendly service. Give my friends at North Georgia Junk Removal a call at 678-934-1344 or visit them on the web at www.ngajunkremoval.com. Again, that's 678-934-1344. Tell them you heard about it on Sports Talk with Jim and Tom and receive $25 off your first $100 order.